0: It's the no Prunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sipping here Hard time calling for your long trots You might learn something, you oh, never know Could let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Do you mind? If I take this straw right here Because you're flinging alone um, Let me think of that Do you mind? If I take this straw right here Because you're flinging alone Because when they're, they're fuckries is very tiring, yeah If you got a system that's fine, just fling ahead of me Because we know they say nigger when they're at home So they need Clartin in their throats Are you down to fling some straws with me? Because we're just really tired of their fuckery I'm willing to Yeah, let's stop there <laughs> But for those who know, you know That's um, Danelle Jones' This Love Are you down to swing it up with me? I never know the words Or could you be blinded by all this ice you see? I'm willing to give you all this love I got No relationship involved Just keep it strictly physical All this love, all this love Waiting just for you Do-do-do-do Don't pass it up Cause you'll regret it, boo Woo, that was a tune Um, If you don't know that song um, And you're my age mate Sorry for your life If you don't know that song And you're younger than I am Don't worry I know that you Generation Z Whatever you are People You don't know songs Until somebody samples them And you're like Oh my god, this is so sick And we're like Actually, it's from a while back You're like Oh my god, you're so old But um yeah, like big up that tune, big up that tune. Um I was yeah, I, I do definitely need to do an album at some point because I've just got all of these tunes and I find it hilarious to remix them. So we'll see how it goes. But anyway, 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 it is me, Kalechi in the place to be. Welcome to another episode of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, That Is Right, Suck Your Mum And you know, I didn't think I'd be back here so quickly, wow, you've got you got an episode last week, you get an episode this week, but it's because... Wow, the fuckery was so abundant That I couldn't not come in and record an episode I literally had to just like do it Because I just thought, mm, yeah, th- this is this is just mad And and the you know when the madness won't hold for two weeks Like you can't keep it in a fridge or a cooler for two weeks You've got to come do it And then we'll see what happens We'll see what happens next week And it is a trek getting here with this um, tenant in my womb, but you know, I, I do it for the culture. I do it for the people. Them, so you know, I'll, I'll keep doing it for as long as I can, and then I'll be back after the tenant has been evicted. Yeah, um, and it's really cute. Thank you to the person who, on my Amazon wish list, bought me the little ear earphones or headphones that I wanted for. The baby Because uh, I want to be able To put it on the baby So I can swear When I bring the baby To the studio Yeah Thought it would be cool But we'll, we'll We'll get there Let's You know God bless and keep us all Until then Anyway um, I haven't I mean I've been doing bits I've been doing bobs As per um, People have been Hollering at me About all of the fuckery That's been happening You know like News publications And things like that And I've just Not responded to anything Because I don't want to talk And I don't care Um you just want someone to come on on air To come and argue about things And debate my humanity And I'm not just I'm just not with it So I'm glad other people Are being passed on those opportunities After I've like ignored the text messages And the calls Because I'm not doing it um, The last thing I did was Writing that piece about Stormzy At Glastonbury We're going to actually talk about Glastonbury In a little bit and I find that really funny I wrote my article I said Storm sees the leader that this um, country needs Obviously, you know I was just zhuzhing it up Adding a little spice, whatever Then certain authors um, Who like to write books called Yellow Teeth or White Teeth or whatever um, And write horrendous forewords. In um, Their Eyes We're Watching God By Zora Neale Hurston Uh Decided that they were going to write something for the New Yorker And go one step further and go King Stormzy and rare, rare, rare But see now you've taken it too far Now you've done too much And sometimes just give credit where credit is due I don't know why some of you really, really struggle with that You know I'm a bad bitch You know I'm out here in these streets Like who else can do a rascal like solo podcast, right? And make it bang sir. Okay then But Don't want to give credit Where credit is due My writing My tweeting My this My that Don't want to give credit But you'll be now Using my materials In sly sly ways You'll be You'll be getting Inspiration from me But you don't want to admit Where the inspiration's from When will you Fucking marry And if you're married When will you marry properly Because You're just moving Really really mad Give people their credit I promise you You will not die From giving people The credit that they deserve But that's For another day Actually Thinking about credit And what people deserve My TEDx talk I'm still vexed Like the video's still not out After all of these months But I think that The organisers said That they were having Some problems With TED themselves And um, the formatting Of the videos And yeah All these rules And regulations But it better come out Because otherwise I will fight somebody But that's by the by Anyway, let's get into the tarot Because there is so, so much to actually cover this week And I want to make sure that everything gets the love that it deserves So, yeah, tarot this week then The first card that flew out Well, it flew out together um, Two cards flew out together The judgment card flew out which Where you see like a trumpet being blown And then the eight of cups flew out as well And it came out together because I guess... Sometimes some of you need someone to shout in your ears or to scream at you I'm not going to be the one, you know, I'm not going to scream at you If you want to move mad, you are well within your rights to move mad I'm not your mum, I'm not your sister Well, I'm, if my brother listens to it, so I am, I am your sister But, um, you know, I'm not your mum, I'm not your sister Like, do, I'm not your grandma, I'm not your auntie Like, do what you want to do in it But the reason that the judgment card flew out It's because some of you are really, really procrastinating On a decision about leaving something that you know you need to leave Like it's literally for your own good Get the fuck out, get the fuck out I don't know whether it's relationships Well, it feels like relationships when you see cups But it could just be talking about the emotional realm really But the judgment card always comes out Because it's the time Like it's literally, you know God being like, hey, hey, the tr- I'm sounding the trumpets. I'm trying to wake you up from this, um, from this slumber, from this almost like spiritual death that you've encountered where you've shut everything down and you've gone into this zone of disconnect. I'm trying to wake you up and say the only way that you're going to feel more vibrant, that you're going to feel like the person you deserve to feel like and, and, and to shine like the spiritual, um, being, the divine being that you are. Is to get the fuck out of this situation And don't be talking about Oh I'm waiting to get my money together Or I'm waiting for this I'm waiting for that There's never a right time There is never a right time to do the right thing Every time is the right time Do you know what I mean? Like yeah there's 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 never a wrong time even Let's put it that way There's never a wrong time to do the right thing Because at the moment you're sitting there going Oh when this happens then I'll do it When this happens then I'll do it No do it the fuck now do it the fuck now And the thing is There's a community if, if, if it's money That's worrying you Like oh for instance If I leave this job If I leave this job What's going to happen Money wise um, The th- third card That came out of the deck Is literally three of coins Which is saying That there's a community There are opportunities Waiting for you of, um, For collaboration For collaboration for things like that That will provide you with the financial um, support that you need And if it's a relationship that you're like, raw, don't really know Again, you will be fine Financially, you will be fine And you will have the support of a community Whether it's your family or friends You will have people there to support you Whether it's a therapist, fucking hell like You will have people there to support you And it will allow you to strategize in a way that that. That it's more beneficial to you But at the moment Staying where you are Because you refuse You refuse to see any other way out of this It's just ashy to be honest it's really, really ashy And it's really, really cowardly And I know you probably don't want to hear those words Because you're just like, I'm not a coward I'm just, I'm just And then you'll start crying But you are behaving like a coward right now Because you know what needs to be done And you're making excuses for why you haven't done it Some of you will make excuses that Oh, but my my religion doesn't allow for No disrespect, but fuck your religion, it. Fuck your religion Like, really, no disrespect Like, not even trying to be bad mind, But fuck your religion, like... Your religion can't be the reason that you're going to be unhappy all of your life Nobody really knows what's going to happen after this in terms of where we go from here I mean we all have our belief systems and what we hope will happen But nobody really knows so you've got this one life that you definitely definitely know of right You know you've got this one life that you're living right now that you definitely know of So why don't you make the most of it right now rather than Using religion Religion to grind your own head Into the ground Like do what is best for you You will be fine Even if it's a case of Oh but children Children Your children will be fine Your children will thank you Your children eventually Will thank you For making a dis- the, the decision to, to 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 follow the call Of your own heart Because that will set them um, ex- an, You know an example That they can follow In the future Like rah My parent did it You know so I'm cool Like you know They did what they needed to do so I know that I'll be fine Rather than you being there miserable And thinking that you're the dutiful parent Or you're the dutiful partner And I know that this isn't even the first time That this has come up But it's obviously like Some of you aren't listening And that you'll listen And you I guess you'll be like mm, I'll, I'll get to it next week None of us are promised next week I mean I pray for us all That we have long lives And, we, and we're prosperous and all of that But only this moment that you're currently in right now Is the only one that you can guarantee for sure is happening The past has happened Don't know what the fuck happened there The future is yet to show itself So right now is all that you have So fix the fuck up And um, maybe what will help some of you Because you know this Marcella Kroll deck I told you that, um Basically it's been misnumbered Like it's all like a mess How it's been numbered really So um, this is number 50 Spiritual cleansing When I look at number 50 in the book It says psychic uh, Oh well she just named it something different But anyway it says here It is um, spiritual cleansing Is just beautiful It's just um it's just a very nice um symbol i think it's the hamsa yeah it's the hamsa the hamsa is a palm shaped amulet popular through the middle east and north africa the word hamsa also spelled khamsa and hamish means five referring and referring to the fingers of the hand in um in jewish culture the hamsa is called the hand of miriam in some muslim cultures the hand of fatima so i think it's interesting that that came up after i said to you about religion as well so you know be aware And it says here It is time for a spiritual cleansing of the body Mind or spaces in which you reside There is an imbalance Stuck energies or heaviness in your environment That needs to be released Before proceeding further And that's it Some of you aren't willing to make the changes That need to be made Because your envi- your entire environment Your entire spiritual body Is dirty Like we've laughed at people Who don't want to wash their legs And their feet But most of us don't think about spiritually cleansing daily Before we go um, and do our day-to-day activities And then we're surprised when all this muck and gunk And we just, um, is on us spiritually and energetically And we feel so low It's because we're not doing that spiritual cleansing And there are a number of um spiritual cleanses that you can do it Doesn't have to even be fancy Sometimes just run yourself a bath Um Run yourself a bath Burn some Palo Santo And um, put some Florida water If you have it in a, a few literal, Literally it's Little drops in the water Add some lime Cut up some lime Add it in the water And um, some Himalayan pink um, salt And just lie there Before you get in, sorry Pray over the water Get in there And cleanse the fuck out of yourself, mate Because that's what you need Just that spiritual recharging That spiritual recalibration So there may be That will help you clear the fogginess And see where you need to go next Because Um is super super necessary, and then from the Say Your Mind Affirmation Card Deck, I've pulled the gen- my genitalia is moisturized and I behave as such. But obviously, some of you aren't behaving like your genitalia is moisturized and lubricated. It says here, Ashy people do Ashy things. When your body is soft and supple, you move through the world with ease and see the world gleaming with the greatness with greatness like your body. And as again, we come back to cleansing and moisturizing. Like cleanse yourself. When your body is clean You just seem to glide through life Everything just seems to just feel so effortless That's what you need to be doing right now Like stop running from the message that you're being given I don't know where you think that um, you're running to But stop running from the message Run to the message and then, and, and then find your way out And find the exit sign and be gone In fact, I feel like the exit sign is just blaring It's blaring in your eyes and you're just refusing to see it So whether it's a job, relationship, friendship Any of that Any of that Or any sort of Contractual things That you think Is going to work In your favour And instinctively It's feeling like It's not Back the fuck up now and go and do what you need to do So that's basically the tarot for this week Um, Again, thank you to everybody who's always sending me feedback about the tarot Like even if I don't read out your stuff on the show I truly, truly appreciate it I sit down and I really take it in And I'm glad that it's making such a difference Because it matters to me Yeah So let's move on then to Share Your magnificence. Before I move on to Share Your Magnificence, I just want to say that somebody wrote a letter or they t- a tweet or something And they said to me, I love that even the sections of your podcast, they still go with SYM And I just want to say thank you so much for clocking that I'm sure loads and loads of people have clocked, but thank you so much for clocking that Again, it's just the attention that I put Into the things that I do I wanted everything to have an SYM theme Share your magnificence So you mad Suck your mum AKA straw of the week It matters You can't I just feel like You can't just jump on the mic And hope for the best Have a structure If you have a structure Everything just works so much more Like easily in that way But that's just me You know That's just me A little baby girl In her corner of the internet Of the podcasting world Doing what she's doing but thank you so much for recognising a baby girl when you see her, Bop bop. Anyway, let's move on to the slaps on the chest then My first magnificence goes out to um, Coco, Coco Galf. I think her name is pronounced um, This little 15-year-old girl um, or 15-year-old young woman um, Is an amazing tennis player and actually beat um, Serena Williams earlier on Well, yeah, earlier on this month Yeah, so let's say like last week um, She beat Serena um, So Venus Williams And what I thought was so lovely about it Was that obviously, you know, these newscasters And their fucking idiotic selves When she won, they were like, oh um, Yeah, so you must be so proud Because you did this and you did that And she just kept going back to the fact that Nah, v- I watched Venus and Serena growing up And they are literally my inspiration And I just, you know, like Coco you're a true baby girl because true baby girls always pay homage they always give the credit where the credit is due she knew that if it hadn't been for them she would have had nobody to look up to in these streets and because she saw them achieving such wonderful things it gave her like the permission to go forth and prosper as well and what I love the most about it is just the fact that I'm sure the white people, the white people really thought to themselves, you know what, thank, yes, yes, thank, fuck, that's it Once Serena and um, Venus are gone, that'll be it And then Maria Sharap over there might have a chance, even though by then she really should have retired But you know, these white girls will have a chance Because Serena and Venus will be gone And God said, (laughs) ha ha, not today, bitch I'm sending you another one I'm sending you another excellent one And to the best of my knowledge From what you all have been saying on the internet Coco is not even the only one We're literally having an army of superb black female tennis players Coming up in the game Why? Because we deserve the things Long may our reign continue over tennis Yes, bitch So big up yourself, Coco Coco Two slaps on your chest for being excellent, for being excellent at what you do, and also paying um, paying homage and 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 paying respects to the people who have come before you, the black women who have come before you and set pace. You know, I really really appreciate that, and I just think it's wonderful to see, um, to just see out, you know, to just see out there. Then my next one. Uh, my next magnificence goes out to Hallie Bailey Who's part of um, Chloe and Halle um, They're singers who were I think discovered by Beyonce Anyway their voices are fucking sickening They're also in Grown-ish um, Got to say I don't enjoy them that much in Grown-ish Just because I don't enjoy Grown-ish Maybe someone will say but Kalecha you're in Aguaya Grown-ish isn't for you you can watch Blackish, um, because basically Grownish is the spin off of Blackish. It, you know, if, if you don't watch it, all of that information is useless to you. Anyway, Chloe and Hallie on um, Grownish. Hmm, it's not for me. Anyway, Hallie, though, has now been cast as Ariel um, in The Little Mermaid, the live action, the Disney live action version that will be coming out of The Little Mermaid. And. The white people are mad as fuck. They are so angry. Redhead representation matters. Not my Ariel, not my little mermaid. Bitch, she doesn't have to be your little mermaid. If you don't like it, go and sit the fuck down. If you don't like it, go and season your food. Go and do something. Go and do something that you haven't done before. Like, I don't know, wash your legs, wash your feet. Go and do something that you haven't done before. But just mind your fucking business because we are also happy that Hallie has been cast in this role. Do you not even remember Cinderella? Brandy Norwood was Cinderella in um, all them years back when I was younger. So I, I don't see why it's such a problem. And why it gets to me is that white people were really sitting on the internet trying to talk about, well, she can't actually be black Because don't you need a Melanin um, Don't you need sun For your melanin To kick, kick in And da 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 And da 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 And it's just like So now you want to use eugenics To justify your nonsense And to, to try and use Some flawed science To justify What you're talking about She probably wouldn't have Had red hair either Under the sea If we're, if we're really being bucked She wouldn't You're not making sense You're not making sense And you're just angry Because we are getting things And the and, Playing field Is being leveled out Now don't get me wrong I have a huge problem With some of the things That Disney perpetuates Like um, Obviously the stories Aren't unique to Disney Disney took like um, These stories by I've forgotten the name of Hans whoever whoever Um, But they've taken these very Dark very scary horrible really stories um, That were folk tales or fairy tales Whatever the fuck you want to call them But I just find them really really disturbing anyway And then Disney took them and like lightened them up a bit And put them out there as cartoons Most of the Disney princesses I don't really fuck with them Because I just think like what all of that over a man You're killing yourself like in that way over a man Or it's a man that has to come and save you No wonder um, the society is the way that it is Where girls are just waiting Women are just waiting For a knight in shining armour Some prince charming To come and save them When all you've got A ch- knight in shining armour Imagine A knight in shining armour When he's just there He's just gone and covered himself in foil One useless guy riding a donkey Nobody has time, please But um, When it comes to Little Mermaid specifically Fam, you gave up your voice To go on land To go and be with a man Of all people, a man huh. Could never be me Could never Um, Yeah, it just seems like a lot to do So anyway, I wrote a tweet and I said Whatever colour Ariel is um, I just want her to know that um, No man is worth giving up your magical powers for Obviously, the people had to arrive Um, Well, nobody's worth giving up your magical powers for Well, it's her voice that she gave up Well... (laughs) Don't men have magical powers too If you don't all fuck off And stop talking Like you just talk too much Like stop If you notice I actually don't respond to Most times I don't look at my mentions When I tweet something I've tweeted what I've tweeted And I don't care for any response I'm not somebody that cares for responses So yeah whatever But then the odd few that I catch I just think shut the fuck up Just shut up Just stop talking And go away Um But yeah, I just think it's mad That she went through all of that Wahala gave her voice to Ursula um, And for what? So the story itself But the fact that Hallie gets to play um, play Ariel I'm all for that Because her voice is amazing Her voice is phenomenal So she deserves the things If you're worried about the fact That you want her to have red hair I'm sure they can dye her locks red And then everything will be fine, right? Because it was the red hair That you were worried about and all of this, oh, well, representation And and now she was white originally And did it, do you know that most of the people That you see as white now weren't white initially? When I break it down to you, yeah The first um, record, written record of um, mermaids were, Would actually have been found near Egypt Or, um, yeah, near old Egypt Because you know there's Egypt that's connected to Africa that is part of Africa Even though they don't like to admit it to themselves And then there's a part just slightly off And that's where the first writing of a mermaid Historically, that's where it can be pinpointed to But if I now say to you Well, let's consider the fact that in Africa um, As a continent um, The tradition, the oral tradition Meant that we passed on stories um, by mouth so, yes, it was written. But look, even when it's written, look how close it is to Africa, as opposed to close to your ends, yeah? As a close as opposed to close to your borough, your your stinky, cold, foggy borough, borough, right? Um, so we can assume that actually, if we really, really deep the ting, the first stories of mermaids started in Africa. So therefore, mermaids are black. Ha <laughs> ha, bitch. So um, yeah, I just, I just think it's, it's really, really interesting that everyone's gotten themselves into such a tiz when, when we can look for centuries, stories about mermaids or Mamiwata have existed in, um, West Africa, Africa generally, but West Africa, I know for sure, for centuries. Like, we, we've talked about it for centuries before you man ever showed up. So. You are having your experience of mermaids We're having our experience of mermaids But I would like to think That it was our experience of mermaids That informed yours Because if we're saying The first written record of mermaids Was in that Egypt area, right? Then that would... Um, lend itself to the fact that Actually we were talking about it And then these people Just happened to write it down So therefore it's ours So therefore Hallie can be A black Ariel And you can just shut Your fucking mouths Okay Thank you so much Anyway big up Hallie Bailey For booking this job I know that you'll be sickening I know that you'll do it Um, Justice Do what you're doing I just hope for more stories That actually empower women That don't tell girls To give up their voices And um, whatever the fuck else Like that's That's what I hope for, anyway, Hallie, two slaps on your chest, baby girl for for just wonderful things, and obviously I'd just like to point out um reparations, hashtag reparations, yeah, let's say for instance, that Ariel and all mermaids are white, and we've just gone and made them black. You know who you made white that isn't white? Jesus. Jesus so bitch if you can have Jesus white we can have every other thing fucking black okay until Jesus returns to his original hue then we can do whatever the fuck we do okay thanks so much because I don't know why we're why you man are praising uh, a blonde white Jesus when just historically it just makes no damn sense just makes no damn sense but Okay, so if you're going to whitewash Jesus You're going to whitewash the Prince of Egypt You're going to whitewash Cleopatra You're going to whitewash all of these things Then, you know, we can just start adding a bit of colour to everything else Then, and just even out the playing field But actually, we're not even adding colour to things that didn't have colour to begin with Like, it's just ridiculous Get out of your feelings Get out of your feelings and go and brush your teeth regularly That's what we're asking you to do Anyway, moving on I've got a letter from Portia Can you see, like, Portia is, like, the most diligent of the writers to this podcast I appreciate you Truly appreciate you, Portia You're a baby girl She says here Hi, Kelechi Thank you for another great episode that calls out white nonsense I wasn't aware of the issues surrounding the women's national football team And no longer feel bad about them losing their match the other day Nor do I I'm very glad that they lost Maha. So share your magnificence this week I'd like to nominate two people The first is Trina Nicole Big up Trina As the co-founder of Culture UK I remember stumbling across her page When I first got Instagram years ago I'm so proud of her success Especially with her recent national ad For Two Clothing Same um, Trina is an amazing Woman, she's doing bits um, Jay and Tree, just amazing girls Amazing, amazing, amazing So big up, yeah They they deserve to be bigged up And I love that um, Trina is just serving us body On that two uh, commercial That two clothing commercial I love it Anyway, back to the letter um, It says here The second nomination goes out to Tenariel Uh we met in uni and it's Im- inspiring to see how much she's done and how she's come into her own since As I'm sure you've heard, she recently got scrutinized for her dress at the BET Awards When people criticized her for not wearing a push-up bra She responded with a statement on how she does not dress for public approval I'm convinced the spirit of you entered her when she said, focus on better things She also said, so many women are still stuck in a days of self-hate People pleasing and projecting how you feel about you In an attempt to make somebody feel the same There are women out there still allowing the male gaze To determine their worth and what they can and can't do You owe it to yourself to at least try to embrace the parts of you You don't like because somebody else said you shouldn't Your body, no matter what it looks like Is doing all it can every day to keep you alive and thriving That to me deserves all the fucking love and care I can give Wow Teneriel, like that's, that's it really That's, that's wonderful Big up, Trina and Tenariel Two slaps on your chest I don't know why any of black people Can't mind their fucking business If she wants her breast to be there And in that dress the way that she has it That's her choice She looks beautiful She looks glorious Leave her alone And I think that we don't realise how much, um Of this kind of societal conditioning About our bodies How much it deeply, deeply affects us And I know that there's the body positivity movement um, And I don't think that that should be co-opted Or taken away from um, plus-size women I hate that fucking term, but whatever Um, From plus-size women I don't think that 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 should be taken away But I think that um, in bodies that people deem as average There's still so much um, self-loathing there as well And I, you know, I'm not someone that... like talks about myself as it were It sounds really weird saying that on a podcast Where I'm the sole host But I don't talk about my personal life much I don't like to share that Because I don't think it's anybody's business to be honest But sometimes you know I'll I'll share some bits But one of the things I've struggled greatly with um, During this pregnancy is the idea or the reality that my body has changed and, and coming to grips with that and being okay with that. And, you know, my therapist, big up Emma. Pulling me up On um, Things that I'd say Like yeah You know My body isn't You know Doing what it would Usually do right now And my body isn't What it would usually be And she was like But your body is creating An entirely new human An entirely new Fucking human Do you not understand Like your body's working The hardest it has ever worked In your entire existence Right now It's keeping you alive And it's keeping A new being alive Like that is a lot of work So let your body do What your body does And stop obsessing over it and you know she's had to say that to me um lots of times because I feel like there's so much um um mystery around pregnancy and there are so many lies around pregnancy yeah that that women tell each other and and then men force us to believe because of the myth of mother and how um Mothers and women Well, people who have children But let's talk about mothers Are lauded in society as like These beings that can't be questioned And they're so divine in this And as much as I agree with the divinity aspects And things like that It's still, they're still human Do you get what I mean? And yeah, it's just I struggle to find this time I know that um, in terms of evolutionary um, From an evolutionary perspective the not the to the aspects of not feeling desirable to myself and not feeling attractive to myself is part and parcel of the whole thing and i and i get that scientifically i guess but societally it doesn't help either it doesn't help that um during pregnancy maternity clothes look like absolute Ass, They look like fucking shit. They're disgusting. And I don't know why all of a sudden every fucking maternity dress has to have like flowers on it. I'm allergic to fucking flowers to to begin with. Let's just start there. Why would I want to wear an outfit plastered in flowers? Why all of a sudden when I'm pregnant, do I want to wear things covered in fucking flowers? Why is that what you men are making? And also the fact that these fucking models that you man are using to to um advertise um maternity wear are wearing pregnancy pads like they're not even pregnant like they're wearing pregnancy pads so they so therefore you're setting a false um a false representation of what women would actually look like during pregnancy because basically their bodies haven't changed they've just got a bump but that's not how bodies work necessarily during pregnancy so i just think that there's so much societally that can play on people and play on their bodies and and and, and it happens before pregnancy So you take all of that All of those issues And then you bring them into the pregnancy arena And it's an absolute mad thing So I just want better I just want better for the fucking world Because I yeah, I just think Mind your business and let people Have the bodies that they have And leave them alone um, Yeah, that's what I wanted to say on that I don't know, I just went off on a tangent But I needed to get that off my chest But um, like I said Big up my my therapist Because she has been a rock Imagine I started going to her To work through my feelings um, Of of the miscarriage And then I've been with her since um, This whole journey And she has been Invaluable in my life Like she's been Absolutely priceless And she showed me An act of kindness Maybe that's why I should give I'm going to make her My spontaneous Share of magnificence This week I'm not giving you her name Because she doesn't want Any more clients And she wants to be left alone Um, But my therapist Is an absolute baddie She's a bad bitch Because When You know at the When I went to her a few weeks ago I think it was And I said you know what I'm someone that likes to stay on top of my finances And everything else And it's not looking like I can keep paying For my therapy sessions for a little while Because I've got so many other things to consider Like I'm paying for a podcast I'm paying for this I'm paying for that I just you know I, There's just too many things for me to consider So I'm going to have to um, cut Out my therapy sessions for now And then I'll be back When I know that my money's good And the thing is It's not even Like I said to her It's like it's not even That my money's not good I just I don't like to be someone that Gets caught out at the last minute So I like to kind of, you know See things ahead and plan accordingly So I said all of that to her And at the end of the session She said to me How would you feel if I gave you A few sessions for free? Like how long do you think that you'll need To to be sure that you're fine financially? And I said, "Oh, um, probably like I don't know, six weeks or something And she said, yeah, well You know, I don't mind letting you Have those sessions for free and then, you know, when you can pay, you pay and we'll go from there When I tell you that my heart broke And when people talk about heartbreak, yeah They talk about heartbreak like it's a sad thing Because I know that this is a sad heartbreak When, you know, something happens Something that we deem as bad happens But there's another type of heartbreak that happens When kindness cracks your heart open I've never had somebody show me that sort of kindness before Especially because it's a professional environment And it fucked me up It fucked me up I was so touched Like I didn't cry then But I was so touched Because that level of kindness is just wild to me And I was just like Oh, but you know, as soon as I, you know, when I'm sure I might even be fine I might be able to pay next week I'm just saying that She was like, no, no, no I wouldn't have offered If it wasn't something that I felt like I could do I'm offering it to you because I know that I can. That's what I want to do for you. And wow, like, it's just the fact that she was so invested in me and my progress, especially at this crucial time where she must have deeped it and thought, I don't really want you to stop sessions at a time where things are, you know, progressing towards the the due date and things like that. I just want you to, to be cool. So, God bless my therapist Like God bless her abundantly Like I hope that she gets everything that she fucking desires That's in alignment with her highest good Like I hope she fucking gets to meet Oprah and Michelle Obama And then people there And if I get to meet them first life I'm going to holler at her and bring her along too Because my God, like... It's, it, it really blew my mind It really, really blew my mind And actually it just made me I'm not someone that likes to get things for free In terms of like I like to pay people for what they're giving me Um, And When I went and like did my taxes and everything else And I saw how much money I had left over from doing my taxes The next session I had with her, I was like, boom Here's my money to cover the next um, set amount of weeks Like I just want to know that I've paid you For the fact that you would have, you know Let me have that time to get myself together I mean, it only ended up being like two weeks or whatever But for the fact that you would even have considered Letting me have a certain amount of time Where I wasn't paying, no, no, no Gee, have this money, have this money ahead And just know that I'm so grateful And thankful for your generosity So there's kindness, man There's kindness And when black women show me That sort of kindness, honestly My heart broke and it opened me up to, To feelings that I hadn't even considered Within myself Tendernesses that I hadn't considered Within myself And just interesting to me How difficult I found it to accept that, you know, I found it very difficult to be like Somebody's been this kind to me And they don't want anything in return What the fuck? Um, so I think that's why I rushed to be like No, 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 I want to, I you know I want to give her money straight away again But the fact that she would even offer that to me You know, God bless her So that was my impromptu Share your magnificence going out to my therapist Who's a true baby girl Do not ask me for her details Do not ask me for her details Thank you so much Um so yeah, so that's um, the show, of Magnificence, that Portia wrote in. Tenariel and Trina, Two Slaps on Your Chest, Baby Girls. My Therapist, Two Slaps on Your Chest, Baby Girl. Um, now I want to talk about a book. So I bought this book called The Conscious Parent. I bought it, um, but after listening to the, Author Shafali Zabari On um, Super Soul Conversations um, With Oprah Winfrey And as you know I love Super Soul Conversations And it's my new juj It's my new gig I, I really, really enjoy it And I want to be a conscious parent And she said something She said some things During Um, her chat with Oprah that really resonated with me. And I thought, yeah, you know, like I want to get this book. And and if you don't know that anything about me, know this one thing. Yeah. I study for fucking everything. So childbirth, I'm motherfucking studying for it. I know that you can't prepare for every eventuality, but me, I like to study. That's all I know, studying in this life. And that's why even with the whole structure of the podcast and everything that you see here, I study things. I like for things to be the way that they should be And then go above and beyond thereafter So the conscious parent I would recommend it if you have children um, If Even if your children are grown I still recommend it because there is learning to always be done. There is, you should always be a student of something for the whole of your life. And that's all I ever aim to do. I always want to be a student of something for the, for the entirety of my life. Even if the things change, I just want to remain in that position of being a student. And I think I've mentioned that before, like you cannot be a great teacher if you are not also simultaneously at that moment, a student. So it's important. Anyway, I've um, highlighted here um, page six, where she says, to connect with your children, first connect with yourself. Until we understand exactly how we have been operating in an unconscious mode We tend to resist opening ourselves to an approach to parenting That rests on entirely different ideals from those we may have relied on until now Traditionally, parenthood has been exercised in a manner that's hierarchical Nigerian parents, that was for you Nigerian parents, that was the fuck for you, yeah? Thanks Anyway, the parent governs from the top down After all, isn't the child our lesser to be transformed by us as the more knowledgeable party? Because children are smaller and don't know as much as we do We presume we are entitled to control them Indeed, we are so used to the kind of family in which the parent exercises control It perhaps doesn't even occur to us that this arrangement might not be good for either our children or ourselves On the parent side of the equation The problem with the traditional approach to parenting is that it rigidifies the Ego with its delusions of power Since our children are so innocent And ready to be influenced by us They tend to offer little resistance When we impose our ego on them A situation that holds the potential For our ego to become stronger If you want to enter into a state Of pure connection with your child You can achieve this by setting aside Any sense of superiority By not hiding an egoic image um, By not hiding behind an egoic image You'll be able to engage your child as a real person like yourself I use the word image in, a, in connection uh, with the ego intentionally So I want to make clear exactly what I mean by ego And its, association, and its associated term egoic In my experience, people tend to think of the ego as their self in the sense of who they are as a person The word egoic would then refer to an inflated sense of ourselves such as we associate with vanity Crucial to an understanding of this book is the fact that I'm using these terms in quite a different way I want to propose that we regard our ego um, as our ego isn't our true self at all I see the ego as more like a picture of ourselves we carry around in our head A picture we hold of ourselves that may be far from who we are in our essential being All of us grow up with such an image of ourselves This self-image begins to form when we are young Based largely on our interactions with others Ego, as I'm using the term, is an artificial sense of ourselves It is an idea we have about ourselves based mostly on other people's opinions It is the person we have come to believe we are and and think ourselves as. This self-image is layered over who we truly are in our essence Once our self-image has been formed in childhood We tend to hold on to it for dear life Although this idea of who we are is narrow and limited Our core self, our fundamental being or essence is limitless Existing in complete freedom It has no expectation of others, no fear and no feelings of guilt While to live in such a state may sound strangely detached This state actually empowers us to connect with others in a truly meaningful way way because it is an authentic state. Once we have detached ourselves from expectations of how another person should behave and we encounter them as they really are, the acceptance we inevitably demonstrate towards them naturally induces connection. This is because authenticity automatically resonates with authenticity. Basically, she just said, real, recognize real. Okay. So that's what we need to be getting, um, you know, getting to grips with. I just think it's a wonderful book. It's a wonderful book. Um, She says here on page four. um, Where is it? We are chosen as their parents To help them actualize this The trouble is that If we don't pay close attention to them We rob them of their right To live out their destiny We end up imposing on them Our own vision of them Rewriting their spiritual purpose According to our whims It is no surprise We fail to tune into Our children's essence How can we listen to them When so many of us Barely listen to ourselves How can we feel their spirit And hear the beat of their heart If we can't do this in our own life When parents When we as parents Parents have lost our inner compass It is, um, is it any wonder So many children grow up directionless Disconnected and discouraged By losing contact with our inner world We cripple our ability to parent From an essential being And from our essential being In the way that conscious parenting requires So I just think that that's so important Because I feel like so many parents Have done that throughout life I want you to be a lawyer I want you to be a doctor I want you to be this I want you to be that So then referring back to even Um you know the tarot cards from earlier parents force who they want you to be on you and don't understand how they could be rewriting the trajectory of your destiny based on their egoic wants and whims and that is what i do not want to do in this life and i believe that we are blessed with children because we have asked for the opportunity to um to Grow in a particular way that only a child can um, can help us access in that sense. That's not to say everyone needs to have a child, no, because we all have different assignments and we all grow in different ways. But it's to understand that the child, the parent, the parent-child dynamic actually is more for your benefit, not for the child's benefit is for you to come face to face with your wounds and your fears and all of the things that have happened, um, to you that you are trying to evolve from. And the having the child parenting the child allows for this and it allows you to constantly be put to. To, to the test with yourself To see how you are truly appearing in this life And is it in alignment Is it in alignment with where you want to Where you want to actually be in this life So I just think it's a wonderful book It's called The Conscious Parent By Shafali Sabari, And I would definitely recommend it I'm still working through it And I'll let you know how I get on with it um, Overall, tell you if it slaps or not But I just, for now, it, it bangs My therapist recommended another two books to me When I told her that I was, I'd was i bought this one um, There's one that she swears by And there's another one that she hasn't read yet But she's heard great things about So I've bought both I haven't, like, read them But when I do, I'll let you know about them as well um, So yeah, anyway, let's move on then After all of that wonderful, wonderful Let's move on to um, So You Mad This week, So You Mad We have to start off with... Tim Westwood Tim Westwood is a pussy club I'm sure I've said this on the show before But I cannot fucking stand Tim Westwood Tim Westwood is um a dinosaur of a DJ? I think yeah. Where you know DJ? I think he stands for dinosaur jockey, not disc jockey. Dinosaur jockey, or his one stands for di- dinosaur joketing. That's what his one stands for. DJ dinosaur joketing because dinosaur joker. Because I don't understand why he is still out here and able to do the things that he does. He's like, what, 61 years old And he's still wearing these baggy jeans and baggy t-shirts Saying things like, yeah, shorty Yeah, bitch Yeah, we're out here First of all, where did you, where did you get that accent, Tim? Timothy, where did you get that accent? Because these times You went to the same secondary school As one of my ex's mums So where did you acquire this accent? Like you are English Behave yourself Like what are you doing? At your big, big age Has no one Has nobody sat in Westwood, Dan? Has nobody staged an intervention In this man's life To be like Agbaya, Ah, Old man, old man When will you sit down? When will you rest? When will you rest? When will you marry? Instead, you'll be going to every uni rave Chasing down these girls who are barely legal Or, you know, not even just the uni rave, But all of these events Like, I feel like What upsets me the most Is that so many black men, yeah Seem to cover up for Tim Westwood Like, they seem to give him a pass And I really, really don't understand why And I'm going to touch on in the next So You Mad About this problem with letting white men come along Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got a white partner Fuck off But generally Letting white men come along And Just move mad And Be given credit Like they do the most Mediocre shit And they get Given so much credit for it Whereas a black man Doing the exact same thing Would not get the same amount Of credit It really, really makes me sick And There are so many Talented DJs out here Who have been out In the industry For such a long time Like when there was that I think I talked about it Last when there was That Afro Republic thing With Wizkid at the O2 And Tim Westwood was the DJ that they put down But he was trash Because I think it was Eddie Caddy That had to help him with the tunes to play Because he didn't know which tunes we wanted to hear So why did you book him? Why? 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 His age mates are looking into retirement homes And things like that And he's still out here DJing Why? Why? He's not even good I just want it to stop Anyway That's by the by The reason I'm upset about this is because earlier on um, last week, Tim Megan the Stallion was in London, and as you know, Megan the Stallion is a bad bitch. Beautiful, can rap for days, and um, has body. She body. She can dance. All of them things, and she's living her best life. Anyway, she gets interviewed by Tim Westwood, and. Of one of the questions, I hear that it was rather a problematic interview, but a lot of it was edited. So we didn't even hear the bits where he called her a bitch or referred to her as a bitch or referred to black women as bitches or something. I don't know. But the parts that we did see, he said to her, Your hair, let me do it like him. Let me do it like that fucking idiot. He goes, Meg, your hair looks amazing. Wig or weave? So if you didn't understand that Let me translate to you He said, Meg, your hair looks amazing Is this a wig or a weave? Fuck you, you stupid bitch Why is it any of your business? Why is it any of your business What Meg's hair is? And also, why have you also... um Eliminated the aspect of the hair actually being hers It's so violent that a white man would think It was ever, ever, ever appropriate To ask a black woman Whether her hair is a wig or a weave It's it's such a violent question And it's loaded Like this whole... Like belief that black women are bald and, and and the fact that everyone feels like They have um, access to our hair And the things that we do with our hair And can ask us dumb fucking questions Have you ever asked Kim Kardashian If her hair is a wig or a weave? Because she also wears the same She also wears the same things She also wears wigs She also wears weaves But oh when it's a white girl It's extensions But Kim Kardashian's fully out here Wearing wigs And she would deny it And be like Oh my god guys I can't believe you said I'm wearing a wig You are You are Because your hair was pink yesterday And it's now blonde today And it was now blue tomorrow Like you're wearing a wig And it's perfectly okay To be wearing a wig But why are you trying to deny it So it's just really weird to me that he could get away with such a question. And I love that Meg the Stallion now said to him, none your business. And I just thought that she, she looked uncomfortable for pretty much the whole of that interview with him. He doesn't know his lane and he doesn't know his lane because we keep allowing this man to stay relevant. Can we just have a mass campaign, a mass petition to get Tim Westwood the fuck out of everything? Because he, he feels entitled to the culture which is, And he feels entitled to black women's bodies Which is why he can ask things like that When I wrote my tweet about him So many people were commenting going Oh, do you know that um, he watched her perform that night And he was being really, really weird in the audience With the black girls Because again He feels like he's entitled to it Somehow he feels like Because he DJs hip hop here and there That he has access to black women And he can treat them Any which way that he likes That question was violent And it was inappropriate And he had no reason to be asking her it Because white women are not asked The same questions And him as a white man Should just fucking know his lane And um, someone really really needs to tell him I'm surprised surprised somebody hasn't slapped him I'm surprised somebody hasn't slapped him Westwood Because he really really needs it Like he needs a hot slap Um, To be administered to him And maybe then He will then act his age And not his shoe size um, Because he needs to get The fuck out of here But of all the things That Meg has achieved In the short time That I've seen her Um You know on the public you know in the mainstream consciousness for him to now be saying to her wig or weave why is that any of your business? Why is why are people so preoccupied with deconstructing The beautification of black women whatever we decide to do to our body don't ask us to Break it down to you it's none of your business what you see is what you get if you can't handle It get the fuck out of the kitchen that's it it's really simple um next up Another white boy who's getting praise that he I don't feel really he that he really deserves is this Glastonbury Alex. Now I know that it's sweet that during Glastonbury, Dave, you know, or he calls himself Santan Dave, Dave brought um this white boy up from the audience and said, Does anyone know the lyrics to my song? And um, and the boy was like you know, he had his hand up So he was invited onto the stage Dave invited him onto the stage And lo and behold, even though he was nervous He knew the words word for word Um, Or he knew the lyrics word for word And, you know, wonderful So happy for him But how is it that he's suddenly on Good Morning Britain? How is it he that he's now been offered record deals um And management Um And such when he was literally reciting another person's lyrics, a black man's lyrics What's interesting is that white men are allowed to exist within these genres of music, right? And not have the same criminalizations and vilifications attached to their personas But the same isn't afforded to black men It isn't because black men they'll call you to parliament to come and speak about drill music and how it's affecting knife crime They'll call you to come and speak about gram music and how it's affecting crime rates and things like that But white men are never asked to come and do the same thing yet they can They can enjoy all of the benefits and the sparkliness that comes with being affiliated with that genre of music And it just really infuriates me and I just don't think it's fair Um Like you're being offered record deals When black boys who are supremely talented Write their own bars Have been out here trying to grind and and hustle And make it out here in these streets Aren't being offered the same things It's, It's truly... Fanta radical It's true, truly just mind-boggling That this continues to happen in this day and age But that just goes to show you how whiteness works Like you can um, help yourself to somebody's things Have no originality whatsoever But your whiteness will still get you the The fame and fortune that those people deserve But they're not given So yeah, you know, I'm sure Alex is a very sweet boy Very sweet boy, wonderful for him But he does not deserve all of this um, acclaim that's happening around him But I feel like the reason that this is happening is very... Um, strategize It's happening because again It's about reinforcing the image That white boys are not violent White boys just want to have a great time They're lovely And they just want to enjoy music That's it But black boys, oh no You know, they're the criminals They're the villains They're the bad ones All of the time They're the monsters And by giving him this, um, this, this, this fame This, you know I'm sure it's, it's going to be a short-lived one but by giving him all this attention It's just to keep that false binary That false dichotomy going That white is good, black is bad and, and this is how we see it Like you're literally saying somebody else's lyrics Somebody who's still out right now in the charts Like somebody else But you're the one that's been given credit It's, it's wild So I just don't know for it I just don't agree with um, such nonsense I just think it really, really needs to stop And it's really heartbreaking That time and time again So many news publications And so many um, just, um, yeah, news outlets And um, media outlets and whatever Are so ready to um, be complicit in that narrative Of basically ignoring blackness um, Ignoring blackness But only celebrating it When it's done through whiteness Is why Iggy um, Ashy Crotch Um, Is still out here Being sort of relevant And the such Um, It's it's just dry It's just dry It's just dry As far as I'm concerned It's a mess and it's dry So that's it for White boys moving mad Let's move to Nigerian men Who are mad And very very mad Within themselves And Nigerian women Who are mad Within themselves as well So for those Who haven't heard There's a pastor In Nigeria Pastor Fatonybo I just think it's funny Because I keep reading the name As Fat Fatonybo But I know it's not But anyway um, This pastor um, Well, basically Let's start from the beginning There's a photographer um, Let me get it right There's a photographer Called Busola Dakolo um, The wife of a popular Nigerian singer She said in an interview On local television A couple of weeks ago That pastor Biodun um, fat bo. I don't know um, the head of a large church in Abuja had raped her when she was a teenager. The story caught the public attention. And people responded With outrage on Twitter And Instagram Using the hashtags Me too Church And say no to rape In what activists said Could be the start of Nigeria's First major movement Against sex abuse Hundreds of people Protested on Sunday In major cities Abuja and Lagos Dakolo's husband Timmy Dakolo Um Posted on Um Posted an image on Instagram Saying protests were planned For seven days People are already angry That the government Was not taking the issue Of violence against women And girls seriously Um um, so when Busola's story broke out, people were like, you know what? Enough is enough. This needs to stop I think it's been building up and it's about time The Me Too movement, um, really, really helped them to have somewhere to start off with And, um, Nigeria had a small movement earlier this year in the mostly Muslim North To expose sexual abuse with the hashtag Arewa Me Too, but it did not spread widely Public frustration had grown with several incidents since last year Including reports that Nigerian soldiers had raped women fleeing violence in the north And that police had sexually assaulted women in Abuja nightclub raids Now I heard about all of these incidents and I just didn't know really what to make of them But, um, you know, it's what I say all of the time about, you know um, Giving away your your power to pastors and things like that I say big up to um, um, Busola for coming forward um, big, big up to her for deciding that This is the time that she was going to speak out I know that some women were like Oh well why is she waiting after 25 years To come and say Or oh, however many years she come and say That this thing really happened to her And you know what is really rape eh? Because is rape really a bad thing I remember one man saying Or tweeting something like Is rape really a bad thing I really want someone to explain to me What's so bad about rape I mean I uh, mean I I I just don't know. I just don't know how um so many Nigerians lack the lack the ability to do critical thinking. I, I don't understand it. But for the most part, I'm so proud of all of the Nigerian women who spoke out, who have marched, um the Nigerian men who have um also spoken out and who are in support of something changing and happening. But a really big fuck you to all of the Nigerian women, most especially, the Nigerian women especially. Who went and gathered to do a prayer circle with the pastor To say that this is just um evil trying to attack him um, You know, but God said, touch not my anointed When God said, touch not my anointed He was talking about you lot, you know He was talking about us lot He was talking about us lot He wasn't talking about this stupid fucking pastor He was talking about us This biodum dickhead Fat on your boy, whatever He wasn't talking about him He was talking about us Like touch not my anointed But you're using See how you're flipping the Bible to justify your own oppression that, And that's why it's so mad to me That so many of you will be wrong and strong About this tarot section About oh I don't really like tarot Because my pastor said Fuck your pastor it. Fuck your pastor Your pastor can go suck out Because the same way that God can talk to your pastor Guess the fuck what God can talk to me through um, God can talk to me through God can talk through me too And If I want to use cards to deconstruct Whatever messages might be coming to me Then that's what I'm going to do Because the cards do nothing All they do is help me tap into my higher consciousness And my spirit man So I know the lessons that are there for me To unfold and to unearth That's how these cards work But oh, my pastor said this and my pastor said that Your pastor also said That you shouldn't call the police when your husband was slapping you up So what is the truth? Your pastor also said don't leave your husband after he's cheated on you aggressively for the past 15 years So what is the truth? Yeah, so that's not to say that all pastors are this and all pastors are that I know that there are some wonderful, wonderful pastors out there But you have to use the power of discernment to know when to let people have access to your own power And by that power, I'm talking about that power of discernment like in itself Like so it's, it goes round in a, in a little cycle In a little catch 22 Don't just let people Tell you something And then you just take it As rote And then you just run with it No I mean Even my pastor Who I've talked about On this show since It's um you know Since I started this show I've locked him off I'm not talking to him And it's not anything major I just don't want to know anymore I feel like some people Serve their purpose in your life and you move on I'm open to other spiritual teachers and guides coming forward But once I feel like somebody has moved too mad For me to feel comfortable sharing my um, my things with Then I just lock them off um, I lock them off and I keep it going um, I keep it moving rather What is happening? I keep it moving But with regards to this um, particular pastor in Abuja Other women have spoken up about him as well And said that he's done it to me Other women were coming forward going Ah, they're only saying this Because he's a handsome man Because, you know They just want to say Something bad about him Then I know that There are pastors Also over here I think in London even Who are tweeting Oh when you are a pastor Or when you're a man of God You've got to be careful Because when a woman Accuses you of something Whether right or wrong People will believe her And I just thought You see So there are so many Of you pastors That have done wild things Because what kind of statement Is that to make More time people Don't believe women In the grand scheme of things I think only two people Have actually been charged With rape Or imprisoned for it In the history of Nigeria So it's not like Like, oh, women are accusing men of rape And then something major is happening from it No, more time, nothing is happening for it um, Or happening from it So for the fact that um, um, Bussola Dakolo Decided to speak up in this way It's major because, you know She's got a family She's got a husband She's got a family She's chilling Someone might say she had no reason to Maybe she's worked through it Maybe she's healed But there's power in speaking about these things Because it lets other people know that they're not alone And the more we speak about these things The more that we can shine light on on these beings of darkness Who are perpetuating or presenting themselves to us As being something other than that And so many people are using the church Throughout history, right? Throughout history I've used the church as a form of oppression And as a form of a dictatorship Most times the churches that you guys go to are dictatorships And that's why I don't want to join you there Because you these men come on stage Do whatever the fuck they like, like in their personal lives Um, Demand money You guys will be giving them money And they'll be doing private jet Private jet and shiny shoes And you'll just be sitting there Still praying for when God will do your own But God would have done your own If you just kept your money to yourself Maybe, who knows I mean, I still believe in paying tithes And donating and helping in that way But I just think that sometimes You guys take it too far And you basically worship pastors And you don't worship God And that's what you're going to church for To worship the pastor And not actually worship God Because if you were worshipping God You would see the truth in these um, accounts from these women That they've been sexually assaulted in this way And you know what? Nobody owes you a good sexual assault story Some of you are just like Well, it doesn't sound like You know, I just feel like She should have done this and she-. No, how it happened is how it happened And you've been told how it happened So you believe and you support or You shut the fuck up and move on That is it Leave people alone They don't owe you a story that makes sense It's, it's all nice and neat for you That's not how this works So... Yeah, I'm really, really glad that women um, and men alike But mostly women in Nigeria are rising up And they're speaking out against this Because Nigerian women deserve better Nigerian women are the most amazing, funniest fucking beings I've ever encountered in this life And the one thing that frustrates me about us generally Is the inability to speak out against A Male oppression uh, Because it's been cloaked as this thing That you should uh, um, aspire to You're actually aspiring to be oppressed Whether in marriage or whatever That's what you're aspiring to And I just want better for us And that comes with equity um, In the way that we're treated societally So that's that for So You Mad Let me then move on to um, Straw of the Week AKA Suck Your Mum So the first Suck Your Mum Comes from um, a baby girl I don't know if she wants me to say her name So I'll just call her L.A. L.A. has written in about Anne Widdicombe Who I was actually going to speak about this week But actually um, L.A. has done it amazing justice Um, L.A. says Dearest Kelechi I really hope this letter makes sense Because I'm writing it on my way home After a day of staring at a computer screen Making sense of production schedules But I had to get it off my chest Otherwise it would burn me like red tiger balm The entire night (laughs) I'll keep it short and sweet And um, otherwise it would descend into An unintelligible rant Did I read right on Twitter today? Anne Whittacombe really said Brexit is like slavery Bitch get the entire fuck out of here I just kissed the Enamel right off my teeth She really twisted her mouth in European Parliament To compare Brexit to slavery It's funny how politicians don't want to recognise slavery Until they need to make an, an analogy To something they find inconvenient or unpleasant Or they want to underline the emotional impact of something However, when black people discuss slavery and reparations They moonwalk the topic the fuck out of there Here's a direct quote from her speech There is a pattern consistent throughout history Of oppressed people turning on the oppressors Slaves against their owners The peasantry against the feudal barons And you can get in the same bin with Kanye And his dead-eyed self Since the two of you seem to be confused About the definition of slavery and slaves It may, be, um, it may surprise the rotting old crustacean <laughs> I love that It may surprise the rotting old crustaceans To learn that slaves did not choose to be oppressed And more to the point I'm sure our ancestors would have loved a referendum On whether to exit slavery Hmm, I wonder what we would have voted for This is from the same woman who said Meghan is troubled because of her background But because, um Anne has achieved national treasure status due to being hurled around like a sack of potatoes On the Strictly dance floor, people gave her a pass She didn't mean it like that Yes, she did Anne is a horrible, racist, sexist, homophobic old dinosaur Anne Widdecombe, I nominate you for straw of the week Find someone's mother and suck them dry Perhaps that will stop your descent into looking like rotting goat's milk L.A. P.S. Kelechi, your latest pregnant shoot was gorgeous and we all love and support you in your continued greatness. Thank you so much, L.A. I couldn't have said it any better. Like that was absolutely pre- perfect. When I watched that speech that Anne Whittaker was given, I was like, is this woman fucking mad? Has she lost, has she lost her senses? When she was on the Strictly dance floor, did she, at, at some point, did someone drop her on her head or something? But she was mad before then, to be perfectly honest. But, It's just always surprises me The quickness that um, white people Will compare things to slavery When every other time When you say can we have reparations Can we have this Can we have that They'll say no no, it wasn't. It was so long ago. Let it go. But people, we were people, were still segregated for like how long? Apartheid carried on for how long? And um, colonization carried on for how long? That's why people are still celebrating independence. Independence, for, uh, and look at the numbers. The numbers haven't moved to hundred and something. We're talking about sixty something, right? For the, these independences that people are celebrating. But you don't want to give reparations For anything of of that nature But you'll turn around and go Oh, but Brexit is like slavery Shut up, shut up You absolute crusty, crusty bitch Shut your mouth And I totally agree with LA That straw of the week definitely Anne Whittacombe definitely needs a straw But my straw of the week goes out to um, Everybody who's trying to cover up The fact that um, Shukri Abdi um, This girl from um, Somali Girl Somali and Muslim girl, anyone who's trying to cover up the fact that she was murdered. Um, BBC have really, really aggravated me because their headline is as follows Shukri Abdi, 12, drowns in River Irwell in Berry. A 12 year old girl has drowned in the River Irwell in Greater Manchester. Shukri Abdi was last seen in the river Parts of which are 20 foot 6 meters deep Off Dunster Road, Bury at uh, 1955 on Thursday Which would have been last week Thursday Greater Manchester Police said it was treating What happened as a tragic accident And did not believe there were any suspicious circumstances So I'd also like to say to Greater Manchester Police Fuck you all as well Because that is absolutely disgusting This 12 year old girl This 12 year old Somali hijabi would not have gotten into water Knowing that she cannot swim Why is it that she was in the water But the four girls I think it was four girls who were with her They were completely dry And they weren't They didn't go anywhere near the water What what madness would have entered her To enter into water Knowing in herself that she can't swim Like her parents have said it Like this girl cannot swim, right? And she's in her, you know She's um, in her hijab and everything else She's all covered up Why would she have gotten into the water? Why? Why? She wouldn't have So the likelihood is that the girls that she was with Dragged her into the water And drowned her They murdered her These other girls These 12 year olds 14 year olds Whatever the fuck These girls murdered her They murdered her Therefore it's racist And and it's, it's Islamophobic It was a hate crime They murdered the young girl They murdered this girl If it was Madeline McCann You guys would have energy You always have energy Every year Let's try and find Maddie Maddie the fuck Maddie's the fuck gone Yeah Maddie's been gone Right But this you'll just treat it As a tragic accident Why? Because again Racism and Islamophobia is so rampant um, across the UK, across the world But most especially up north And you, b- because the likely murderers are white girls Because those were the ones that she was with You're not going to call it what it is Because you don't want them to get in trouble You don't want to ruin their life Because you never want to ruin these white children's lives It's everybody um, else's life that can be ruined And this story makes me really, really sad There's a GoFundMe go to help with her um, the funeral costs um, to help her parents with funeral costs. And I donated. I mean, I didn't I'm not balling like that right now, but God will make me ball in Jesus' name. But I still donated something because and they've passed their target, don't get me wrong, but I still want for to donate something because it hurt. It hurt so much. Like her mum, I watched an interview with her mum and I think they arrived um to England or to bury um I think it might just be Bury. But they arrived um Um two and a half years ago. So the school is called I think What's it? Be- um, Berry Greater Hope, um, Greater, Greater Oaks, or something. Um, the new school teacher is trying to even change the. The new school head is actually trying to change the name of the school now and change the uniform to move them as far away from this scandal as possible. Um, because they know the truth. They know the truth. Like you're basically harboring murderers. It says here, um, family who live in Berry, um. Said that she could not swim And playing in the river was out of character There you go Her uncle, Mustaf Omar Said she was a sweet, innocent child Her mum is absolutely destroyed Everything about this is out of character for her She couldn't swim So she wouldn't even go near the edge So come on, like... How can BBC as a website The news website write She drowned And therefore there's warnings That children should be careful About going near the river When the actual fact of the matter Is that it's clear as day That this girl did not get In the water by herself It's clear as day That this little bitch Is killed her They murdered her Especially since I think for what they said and When they examined her body She had bite marks so obviously there was a struggle There was a struggle And you man dragged her into the river Or you pushed her into the river You did something Because again, how are they completely dry? So even if, yeah Homegirl fell in the water Shukri fell in the water What none of them felt Felt inclined to try and save her There were how many of them They could have held on to each other One person hold on to a tree or a rock or something And reach out and try and grab her None of them attempted They, they watched her die Even that alone is is cause for concern So um, anyway, let me just get all of the bits up It says here, um, Shukri from Somalia Was the eldest of five children And was new to the country I thought as much, yeah um, She attended Broad Oak Sports College Headteacher Paul Greenhouse said Shukri was a lovely young girl Always smiling, always wanting to please people And work hard She had a beautiful personality And a loving supportive family Our thoughts and deepest sympathies Are now with the family at this time And we'll be supporting them And all of our children Through this difficult period Police have warned of the dangers of playing Or swimming in the rivers, lakes and reservoirs No, no This is, no This is not what This is what you are not going to fucking do You're not going to make this a case of TLC Don't go chasing waterfalls Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to Don't ever fucking try it, yeah Because it's none of that The girl was killed So giving out these false warnings about Don't go play near the rivers No, you could just tell these little white children To not go and murder a Somali girl How about that? How about that? Um I'm trying to find They said here That the What Whose bodies No I need to go to the point where um, The Basically the school The school are trying to cover All of this fuck shit up That's the one that gets me the most Because I know that nothing will be done about this And something should be Something really really should be um, it says here she was with two so-called friends But it was only her who jumped in mad Her body was found four hours later The police are not investigating this case And have said it's just a tragic accident There is someone from our community whose life has, has been taken This is from um, at Abdi TV. I'm reading from their tweets And um, there's a, also a donation link there So if you click on... Um, uh, well, I'll add the link to this caption to, I'll add the link in the caption to this episode And somebody else um, wrote Broad Oak High School has told the students today Not to share anything on social media or speak to the press Why? Because they're trying to hide the fact That this has, what of what has happened The school was the has the worst reputation in Berry, And has now got a new head teacher Who's changing the name of the school and uniform In order to erase all the hate towards it and I watched the video of the mum talking, and it's just horrible. I couldn't, it really made me want to cry. I just thought, what the fuck is this? You arrive from Somalia, you just want a good life for your child, only for two fucking evil, evil little bitches to go and kill your child. What is this? What is this? Oh. And it, um then I read somewhere else that a man saw what happened. And he was fishing at the time It says here, a fisherman witnessed the incident He saw Shukri being dragged by her neck and her hijab By four pup- pupils from Broad Oak School He gave a statement but the police dismissed him as being drunk His wife said she would never allow him to fish if he was drunk um, Apparently the head teacher of Broad Oak School Is looking to change the name of the school To disassociate themselves with from the brutal case of injustice Shukri had bite marks on her body too Hand and neck A full post-mortem needs to be done before burial We need to push for this The murder of this young Muslim girl Is being covered up by the school and police as a tragic accident and not suspicious I'm shaking with anger Shukri's mother has given us the go-ahead To organise, um, I think organise a march or something So, I mean Shukri I just pray for your life and I'm so sorry I'm so sorry that it was cut short I pray for all of the Muslim women and girls out there um the you know the visibly Muslim women and girls out there um especially the black ones because I I know how much danger you are in every day by just professing your faith through the things that you wear and I and I pray that like God continues to watch over you and his angels continue to protect you all as you go about your day-to-day life. And and I pray that every mercy, everything that um Shukri needs to 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 live in paradise and the other side in the in the spiritual realm is granted to her. Because this is absolutely wild. And I pray that justice is done for her. But the greater Manchester police, um the the school, Broad Oak High School, or whatever the fuck, straw of the week goes to you all. You can go and suck your, you suck your mothers, suck your mothers till you drown. That is what I want for you because it's absolutely horrible that something like this can happen and it can just tr- try and get neatly brushed under the carpet because oh heaven forbid we um we you know chastise and we and we. V- Appropriately deal with the violence of these white children And the Islamophobic ideologies that they have That would make them feel that it's okay to do something like this To a black Muslim child Like it's disgusting It's absolutely disgusting But anyway, that is it for me from this for this week I just had so much to get in here and get on the record Because, woo, Chile, Chile But for everybody, I just... I don't even know I just pray for all of our safety Because the world is mad mad out here And as we go day to day It's, it's really only God that keeps us, you know But that's it for this week Uh, This week's episode of SYM I have been Kelechi for. This has been SYM Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as What What That's right, Suck Your Mom I don't know if I'll be here next week But, you know, I'll see what I can do And... Yeah, follow me on at Kalechnikoff At Pod. Remember to hashtag at SayYourMindPod And get involved with anything that I've discussed today As I said, I'll put the link To being able to um, donate to Shukri's funeral And things like that I'll put the link if it's still active I'll put it in my captions as well Um, But it's been real, man All of you look after yourselves Until I catch you on the other side Peace it's the for Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this if you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are ghosty for you Hard time calling for your long shorts. You might learn something never you never know, know Could let you find And she's one of a kind, don't say you're mine, say you're mine